Hey, twin sis. Hey, twin sis. Ready to do it? Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Hey, Twin Sis podcast. So nice to have you here. Today's episode of the Hey, Twin Sis podcast was recorded in Latrawita, proudly on Palawa People's Country. Both Amy and Sarah's pronouns are she, her, and they, them. So, we're back for another episode. We are. Yeah. How did you find the last two, Sarah? I really enjoyed them. Yeah. Really, really, yeah, really enjoyed them. I liked listening back, but I think listening back, um, I say yeah a lot. Yeah. And I have had people <laughs> tell me that I say yeah a lot. Yeah. So, in this episode, I'm really going to focus on not saying yeah, yeah. or um or yeah, anything I was like just that. Say, I'm the same, but I say um. Yeah. And like, I don't even know. Just did it again. Ooh. We've got a little uh, friend sitting in with us this evening. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Freddie. We've got Freddie joining us. Yeah. He'll He's be going smiling. to bed very soon, though. If you hear some funny noises, that's just Freddie. He's trying to chat to you all. You want to get involved in the conversation. So, today's podcast topic what are we talking about today, Amy? Today we're talking about goals. The topic is goals and goal setting. And we're going to share what goals we've got. How we... You go. (laughs) The importance of setting goals, why we set goals. How we want to achieve our goals. Yeah. How we stay motivated to achieve our goals. How we track our goals. And how we identify when we have reached our goal or when we're getting close to that stage of reaching our goals sounds like a fun topic all about goals we thought we'd um just get into you know the nitty and gritty of what our podcast is going to be about which is just going to be random yeah. topics that we just want to talk about yeah it will be related to i guess twins every now and then yeah um but we i was just about to say yeah and i had to stop myself <laughs> <laughs> But we want to talk about other things too, because we know like 90% of our listening won't be twins. No. So that probably <laughs> so, won't be as relatable. Yeah, we want to be relatable. Yeah. So how about we get started with the topic? Let's do it. Yeah. Goals. What are goals? And why is having a goal or goals so important? So I think goals are important um, because they give you... A focus and a direction yeah. for what you want to achieve. Yeah. Um, they, you know, you make a goal towards doing something and it keeps you motivated to yeah. get to the end. Gives you purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Gives yeah. you a purpose in what you want to do. Awesome. And there's heaps of different goals you can set, you know, different like study goals, money goals. I feel like setting goals also um, helps you figure out what you are passionate about yeah what's important set to you. a goal and it and you work hard to achieve it then that I guess is something that you're passionate about but if you set a goal and you kind of half-ass it a bit then that just proves that you're not really yeah passionate about it absolutely so I guess goals help you figure out who you are in a way yeah that's really good I never actually thought about it like that but that's very true they they determine who you are what you want in life yeah what's important to you a way to set goals is by setting uh, SMART goals. I looked these up um, and SMART is an acronym. stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic and Time-Oriented. So um, I guess we can delve into the uh, just briefly um, a little bit further. Um, did you want to read out the explanation of for SMART sure. goals? 
So the S in smart stands for stands for specific and it I guess it make your goal specific and narrow for more effective planning of your goal. So the M in SMART goal stands for measurable. That comes next. So that's the evidence that you're using to, I guess, measure against what you want to achieve. So for example, you want to say have a savings goal of $1,000. The measurable would be the $1,000 part. The A stands for achievable. Um, and the achievable is making sure that you can reasonably accomplish a goal within a certain time frame. So I guess you want to set achievable goals. Definitely dream big, make as big a goal as possible, but within that goal, break it down so you've got smaller, more achievable goals. Yeah, yeah, step by step. Yep. So next up is realistic, which kind of ties into um, what Amy just said. They should align with your values and objectives, um, but also be realistic as well. You know, if you do have one big goal, break that goal down into a more realistic goal that you're able to achieve. Yeah. Because a big goal is a lot harder to achieve if there's a lot to it. Definitely. Uh, And the last letter is T, which stands for time. So you want to set a realistic end date to your goal, when you want your goal to be achieved by, when you want to have noticed that your goal, um, you can tick it off your list kind of thing. So yeah, just setting a realistic time. You, um, you don't want to set a goal of, like Sarah said before, and it, as an example, saving $1,000 when you only earn $5 a week. That's, <laughs> that's maybe not as realistic for your circumstances. Yeah. Um, Time-wise, of course you can save that money, but you just need to make sure you have an appropriate time so you're not getting off track and disappointing yourself. Yeah, Freddie agrees. (laughs) Yes. So uh, a good, I guess, example of touching on what Amy said, we'll go with the $1,000 when only making $5 a day. Uh, example. So that's not a very good SMART goal. Um, if, if you're only making $5 a day, for example, let's say your specific goal would be to try and save $100 in six months. Yeah, rather than shooting big first. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, you know, that's specific. It's measurable by the $500. It's absolutely achievable. It's realistic because of how much you make compared to the time difference and the time is the six months. So that's a, just an example of how to make a smart goal. A really weird example, <laughs> very unrealistic example, but that's an example. Perfect. Yeah. So when looking into smart goals, I just thought um, we'd want to preface with, um, we did research them and goal setting looking into goal setting the research really began around the 1960s and smart goals came about in 1968 after dr edwin Locke published a paper Um, that paper examined how appropriately set goals result in superior organizational performance awesome so i guess people like have always had goals but until the 60s there wasn't this um word for it i guess yeah, as no. A, as a goal. Yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly exactly right. Um, when I was looking it up, that's pretty much all said. It just began in the sixties when people started realizing what they were doing was making a goal for themselves, yeah. and 
and a way to achieve their goals was to make it as um, Dr. Locke yeah. said was With achievable. Five steps. Yeah. So moving on to today's next subtopic. Uh, is how do you know when you want to set a goal so is it a legit goal or is it a goal that you've just in the moment been like yeah i want to do that but the next day you've forgotten about it the what's it like the fairy dust has worn off yeah the spark is yeah yeah the ideas so how do you know that you want to set an actual goal i actually don't know but thinking about it, maybe, like you said, something you're passionate about, yeah. I guess. And I think if you're setting a goal, maybe think about it for more than a day. Yeah. Really think about what you want to set a goal for and the reason behind why you want to set a goal. So I also know that when I'm setting a goal, it's something that I am passionate about and I've really thought about. So before I like decide on a goal, I guess, or decide on an end result that I want. Um, I've really thought it out and planned it and kind of thought about how I would feel, how it would make me feel achieving that goal. So that is also probably something to think about when you, if you're deciding if you want to set a goal or what kind of goal you want to set. Absolutely. They're really good points. Really, really good. That's, yeah, I guess that's a way to determine if it's, a legit goal yeah. or if it's just a thought, you know, that you have and then the next day you don't You're really care it. about it anymore. <laughs> over the fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're also going to touch on um, our current goals and we might just go over like a, answer a few questions about our current goals. Um, so Sarah, what goals have you got at the moment? My current goals, um, I have three main goals. Yeah. Two of them are probably a bit more prominent than the last one. Yeah. But my main goals, the first one at the moment is to get through uni. <laughs> yeah, that's a good goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, going back to the SMART goals, I'm going to break that down even further and say pass uni by the end of – well, not pass uni, sorry, take that back. Pass the semester, um, you yeah. know, before progressing on to the next semester. And that's just an easier way of setting my goal smaller rather than saying – Pass uni, it's, yeah. I need to, you know, stepping stone through uni yeah. and pass each, pass each unit, pass each semester and then, yeah, follow That's on. That's good because that uni. keeps you motivated for each yeah. semester to get through it. Yeah, it really does. It really, really does. I'm, I think I got a bit scared when I first started uni. This is my first semester um, and I did get a bit scared because I was like, oh my God, it's four years full time. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I just thought I need to break it down and look at it semester by semester yeah. and just you know, get through this semester, pass that, get on to the next one. Yeah. And if I need to drop down to, to part-time to achieve my goal, then so be it. Yeah. But my end state is I want to pass uni successfully and yeah. become a teacher. I feel like uni is a good example as a goal because you can break it down into semesters, which is what you can do yeah. with other goals. Like, yeah. for example, um, or like you said, getting through uni, that's the end goal but you want to break it down first and say, I'm going to get through this semester. That's your goal to get you to the big goal. Yeah, <laughs> to the sense. end step. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely <laughs> makes sense. So that's my first goal. My second goal, um, which is also a pretty big goal, is to build a house. So Mark and I have bought a piece of land, which is the first step in our goal, which Yay. we've also broken this goal down. So first step done, bought the piece of land. Um, now we're on to the second step of... 
saving up a deposit a bit more, getting some equity in that land and coming up with, you know, house plans and all those kind of things, getting in touch with an architect and um, yeah, so we've done a few more steps in that. Yeah, this um, is a goal with a lot of steps. Yeah, yeah, a lot of steps. And we a have a lot of patience. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of patience, especially at the moment when we, you know, builders are yeah. stretched so thin because of COVID. But anyway, uh, so yeah, that's the other one, the another big one, build a house. We don't have a time frame on that really. We would like to have that done within two years, but. I think that's achievable, but considering the way everything is going at the moment yeah. with builders and, you know, all that fun stuff with COVID, um, I don't, you know, it, yeah, it'll happen. It's hard to predict. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like goal, a lot of people are all about like hustle, hustle, hustle. Your goal has to be completed yeah. by the time that you've written down in your diary. Like that's the dead end date. But yeah. Like that's not the way that life is all no, the time. No, no. <laughs> things come up and things get in the way. Yeah. Pandemics happen. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. know, we can't plan everything. No. As long as we, keep you know. We, at it. Yeah. And we can keep it as a goal. Yeah. <clears throat> just got to be a bit more flexible. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so my last goal is just like a personal goal that I have. It's kind of ticking away in the background. And that's just to maintain my current gym routine. I'm really passionate about this one. I love going to the gym. I love the community that my gym has. It's just a lot of fun to go. I love keeping fit, getting a workout in. Yeah. Uh, my goal is to go at least four times a week. Um, yeah. At the moment, I'm probably going. I'm definitely going four, but yeah. yeah, I'd say at the moment it's probably more than it's probably more five times a week. Sometimes six. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's just another one that's ticking away in the back. I don't really. This one I haven't really set as a smart goal um, only because I don't want it to end. I just want to maintain it. So it's a little bit different, I guess. Yeah, but, but I think it's still a goal. Yeah. Because it, it's an open-ended goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what about you, Amy? What are your current goals? Um, I actually don't have many goals at the moment. Um, I've just last year, like 2020 actually, was a pretty crappy year for everyone, but it was a pretty good year for me, um, which I feel bad saying, but that's just the way life is. So last year I ticked off quite a few goals. So this year I don't have too many goals. Um, I guess the main goal that I do have is getting an, a healthy emergency fund, like financial emergency fund. Yeah. Um, last year AJ and I bought a house, so all of our money Congratulations. Went, to, <laughs> went to that. Um, so yeah, it's just building back our finances up after doing after buying a house that's a pretty is, big goal that you achieved yeah yeah absolutely and I didn't I didn't think we would achieve that goal before we were 30 but we did good work which is pretty cool so very very cool so yeah so that's just one of our goals just getting our emergency fund back and and I guess we're just chipping away at that um you know each income we put uh, x amount away into a savings account and yeah I feel like it's going pretty well because we are um Strict with it. I guess with financial goals, they're quite easy to set because you can, every time you get paid or whatever, like on whatever day, you can set up a direct direct deposit. Direct yeah. Deposit. Is that what it is? Yeah. Direct, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you have one money go from one account straight to the other. So it comes out automatically. So that is what we've been doing. And that is what um, is getting us back to an emergency fund. So, yeah. Nice. My second goal, which is the only other goal that, or only other kind of big goal that I have, is 
uh, similar to Sarah's last goal is to be consistent at the gym um, and to eat predominantly plant-based. So if you know Sarah and I, you'll probably know that we are vegetarian, so we do eat um, pretty plant-based anyway. But we are doing a challenge called Project Us through our gym. Um, but they uh, told us to choose a couple of small goals. Um, so I chose to eat more plant-based, plant um, make healthier choices, and to be consistent with training. So I um, obviously just had a baby not long ago, so I hadn't been training for <laughs> over two, oh, probably three years yeah, actually, because I hadn't been training for a very long time, like pre-Frankie. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to be consistent and get back into a routine of doing that, which so far that goal is going along well, same as Sarah, or try to attend um, three to four times a week. So yeah, that goal is, well, those goals are pretty well on track. Um, and I also find that having someone helping you stay accountable is what helps me. With, with especially with that goal so with project us um that's run through our gym we're paired up or you don't have to be but you can be paired up with two um and obviously it's sarah and i we're doing project us together and we're holding each other accountable so i guess that's another little way of you know staying accountable for your goals <laughs> yeah absolutely i think it's it's good to have someone there to help you you know push you through your goals yeah and, Make sure you're staying on track and... Yep, definitely. Absolutely. All right, so the next little uh, sub-topic is why we want to achieve the goals that we've set. So um, I guess Sarah's is probably... The uni one's probably pretty obvious. Pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> I want to achieve this goal just because I want to get through uni and be a teacher. Yeah. Be a primary school teacher. Goals and... don't have to be no something crazy no like a very a crazy reason for it exactly it doesn't have to have that much depth to it no. it's just you want to get through it and get it done yeah uh build a house same thing i you know now we have a family mark and i and sunny we want to have a family home and building our houses would just be perfect for that it's yeah. it's what we want to do we we did look into buying a house but the houses here that are available they're all do-uppers yeah. and it would be cool to do that, but we want a house now and we want exactly what we want. Yeah, so totally. the best way to do that is just to build. So that was our goal. That's why we wanted to achieve that goal. Yeah. Um, and the gym goal, I just want to keep doing that because I like the way it makes me feel. Yeah. Like end of story. I like being healthy. I like feeling fit. I like, you know, going to the gym session and being able to lift heavier each time and run a little bit further each time and feel like it's a, getting a little bit easier yeah. in the fact that I can push myself more. Yeah. So. And I like those kind of goals where you can feel the progress. Yeah. Rather yeah. than, you know, I guess you can see and feel the progress yeah. from that goal. It's, it's the reward, I guess. Is yeah. that the right word? The reward is in multiple, yeah, multiple outcomes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, what about you? Why do you want to achieve your goals? Well, uh, the emergency financial emergency fund goal, I guess, just so I'm more secure yeah. um, financially, especially having a house, things can go wrong. 
you know. It's a very good point. The, the, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I guess we do have the roof caves in. But yeah, like those quick fix things. If we need to fix things, we need an emergency fund or we've got two dash hounds and if any of their, yeah. like they get back, their disc disease in their back, like we need to be able to fund that. So I guess um, to be comfortable, to not have to worry yeah, that's if a something good was to go wrong. So that's why I want to smash out that goal. Yeah. Um, and the second one, the project us um, being consistent with the gym and uh, plant-based eating is is a very selfish goal. <laughs> I want nothing wrong with that. No, I guess kind of a lot of goals are selfish. Yeah. But um, no, I want to feel good within myself. I, I yeah, that that's it really. I want to feel healthy. Good yeah. on you. Yeah, you should. <laughs> so you should. That's that's all you need, you know. Yeah. So how we set our goals, I guess we've kind of already talked through this. Yeah. Um, we, oh, I can speak for me. Um, I haven't really set smart goals, you know, in regards to the gym one. The builder house isn't really a smart goal either. That was because I guess there's no time frame on it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a bit different. That relies on yeah. our other other yeah factors, other, influences. other outside factors. Yeah. yeah. So the way that I started to look at what I wanted to achieve and what I made my goal was just looking at the future, really, what I, what I wanted to see myself as in the future. And that was, I don't want to do nursing forever. So I set my goal to go back to uni and do primary teaching. Yeah. So you kind of visualize yeah. in a way, as a way of setting your goal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the same with the house, like, you know, we want to have a family home, another another looking into the future kind of thing. I guess all goals are really looking into the future, aren't they? But yeah. Yeah, that's just we want a, a family home, so we want to build our house. And yeah. I want to stay fit, so that's <laughs> how <laughs> that's, I set those goals. Yeah. With um, Not with these two goals that I've had, but past goals, I've actually made a vision board. Oh. So when I I used to own a business, um, I'm a beauty therapist by trade and I had a beauty business and when I was building my own studio, um, I had a vision board of what I, inspired me. So, um, you know, colours that inspired me, yeah, just things that inspired me and what I wanted my studio salon to kind of look like and feel like. So I think vision boards are a really, really good idea to visualize and manifest. I don't know if I really fully believe in manifest. I mean, I do <gasps> believe. I, you don't? I do, but I don't. Like, <sighs> I feel like some people think that manifesting is just thinking, thinking, thinking. But I think that manifesting is thinking and a result of that thinking is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking and doing. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like some people think that manifesting it, yeah, is just like, oh, I'm thinking about it, so that means I'm going to get it. <laughs> Whereas I think manifesting and the way that I manifest is I think about it, like I really think about what I want, and in, in turn that results in me putting into action to get to get towards my goal. Yeah. yeah. That could be just you, though, saying this is what I want, I'm going to do whatever I can to achieve this goal. Yeah, true. So, yeah. But Rather I guess that's kind of like, yeah. it's kind of manifesting, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah, a way, yeah, yeah, a roundabout way. Yeah. Um, and I also, when setting goals, I use Pinterest, and especially with house things. Like I've had a lot of small goals 
um, to do with our house. Like I want to do, I haven't done it yet, but I want to do up our laundry and um, we've just done a little bit in our front yard and stuff. So those little goals, house goals that we're ticking off and Pinterest has been a big help to get inspiration and to motivate me as well. Like I have an idea for what I want to do. So I go to Pinterest and then I see it and I'm like, oh, wow, that like really inspires me. So that puts me, puts my bum into gear to actually do it. So yeah. Yeah, Pinterest, I love that. I think is, How good is Pinterest? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. So good. <laughs> and it's you, very inspiring. <laughs> yeah, and you can like create, you know, um, what are they, like pages? Yeah. You can just like save them into yeah. under like a house Little folder. Folders, and yeah. yeah, it's really good. Such a good way to visualize, I guess, your goals without having achieved it yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I guess those... Uh, a couple of ways that help me set out my goals. So yeah. Nice. Really nice. Next one. How do we stay motivated to achieve our goals? I think visualizing like with the Pinterest yeah. boards and stuff, that's a good way to stay motivated. Yeah. I yeah. Th- referring back to. Yeah. Yeah. I think what motivates me a lot with my uni is getting on a, might sound really weird but getting the content done and then I'm able to I have like a sheet um with all of my assessments and due dates written on it yeah you should see it it's nuts she's (laughs) color coordinated it's color coordinated (laughs) there's little tick boxes next to it yeah she's a hard worker (laughs) so I think that's how that's what motivates me you know once I finish that assessment I'm able to tick off and I can visually see yep that's done another thing crossed off another thing done Ticking small goals yeah. motivates you to work it towards the bigger goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah exactly. And the, the same thing with building a house, you know, we booked in with a mortgage broker. That was a small tick. We yeah. booked in with an architect, another small tick. We've started planning on Pinterest, another small tick. All those little things. Yeah. I, I think that keeps me motivated is just being able to see the end result being achieved whilst doing it yeah like the snowball effect yeah 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 nice um how do I stay motivated wow um this is tough because sometimes I'm not the most motivated person (laughs) I guess for me to stay motivated it has to be something that I really want or I have to message you and tell you to go or, to the gym. Or Sarah has to <laughs> be on me, onto me about it. No, yeah. you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Yeah, I guess if it's something that I really want, then it's quite easy for me to stay motivated, um, which is, I guess, not a very helpful answer for people listening. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no. But that, I don't know. I Yeah, I feel like that's probably the only way that I stay motivated, as well as probably seeing results so this is probably mainly with the um the gym one being consistent at the gym because I can feel myself getting stronger that motivates me to get even stronger yeah um so yeah I guess that's what that's what motivates me otherwise I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I just do it (laughs) Well, seeing the same thing, seeing the results as you're doing it. Like, yeah. you know, every time we go to the gym and I, I'm on the air runner next to you, you're able to run that a little bit faster. And I just laugh because it's so funny watching you run. But oh you God. run so quick. <laughs> and even yesterday, I think it was at the, what was it? 
this morning at the gym. Yeah. You were using an eight kilo dumbbell yeah. and then you go, oh, is that the 10 kilo? And I was like, here you go, have it. Like, <laughs> go for yeah. it. Whereas last week I was probably doing the six kilo. Yeah. So yeah, it's those small things, like seeing progress makes you want to keep progressing. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, you can say the same thing about your emergency fund, you know, like when you see a little bit of money go over each fortnight or week or whenever you get paid, it goes up a little bit and you get that buzz. You're like, yes, it's going up. I'm going to do that again. I'm going to keep going. Touching on that, actually, I did want to mention this, but I forgot about it until you said that. Um, With my emergency fund, because it's a financial one, I use the bank up and they have like when you set out your um, savings accounts, they have like little... I don't know, a little dancing thing yeah. in there that dances every time you get to 25%, 50%, 75%, and then 100%. So I love seeing the little guy dance whenever you get to those milestones. It's really cool, isn't it? It yeah. gives you more incentive to want to reach them. Yeah. And with the UpBank too, you can see it fills up kind of like a bucket yeah. and you're able to see how full it's getting. Rather than just seeing the number, the number yeah. you're able to see how full it's getting and it yeah. tells you the percentage of how far you've got to go. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really cool too. So next one is how we track our goals. Mm, So I guess we've kind of covered this too by just saying, you know, like with the uni one, I have um, my assessment tick off sheet, those kind of things. Yeah. I think with tracking the, probably the best thing to do is to in like lots of detail, write down how you want to achieve your goal. And then when you've done reached each step, that's how you keep on track. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Writing down little steps along the way. Yeah. And making sure you're hitting those steps. Yeah. So you're not going off track or yeah. like, for example, with the emergency fund saying this pay, I want to save an extra $200, for example. Yeah. And you stay on track. Whereas if you take out $250, you're going off track. Yeah. You need to hit those steps. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. So the last question that we have for our goals topic is how do we identify when we have achieved our goals or we're getting close? Yeah, this one it can be very like obvious. Like, for example, getting through uni when Sarah gets her certificate say, to say that she's passed uni, tick, goal achieved. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> but I think this is more for things like the gym. Yeah. Like how do, how do we know when we're happy enough that we don't want to we're satisfied yeah yeah where where is that balance of being satisfied and not needing to see any more progression um so for me i think my goal will have been reached when i feel healthy yeah and, and not that i don't feel healthy now but i know that there is room to improve so yeah i think yeah that's that sounds really good yeah I don't really know. Yeah. I guess the same way that I track it is, you know, I'm seeing I'm getting closer and if you have set a, um, a time frame for it, then you can see if that time frame's coming up or, you know, hitting those little steps along the way. Yeah. Ticking off those steps. Yeah. Even keeping a journal, you know, writing yes, down, good idea. I did this today to get one step closer to my goal yeah. or. That's what I do. I have a journal. Yeah. Um, or it's not a, it's a like a planner, um, and I have all my, only my couple of goals written in there, and then each month I go back and write them down 
again, the exact same goals again, because they're still my goals, but I'm at different stages of the goal. I think reflecting on them too, you yeah. know, like yeah. you can see how much you've achieved. Say you've got a six month long goal. You look back on it each month and after the first month, you can reflect and say, look how much I achieved this month, yeah. this month, next goal, uh, yeah. next month. You look back, oh my God, I've achieved so much more. Yeah. You're it's getting funny, so much closer. Because like when you're in the goal doing it, you're just doing it. But then when you look back, you're like, wow, yeah. I did it. <laughs> it doesn't feel like when you're doing it, it doesn't feel like you're achieving much. No. But you look back and you're like, oh my God, yeah, I did that. I did it. I showed up and I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell Yeah. All right, so that's pretty much wrapping up our um, goals yeah, the topic. Goals portion. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah. Is it's... there anything else we wanted to add in there about goals? I don't know. Stick yeah. to it. Yeah. Find a goal. Stick to it. Be passionate about it. I think that's the most important thing. Be yeah. passionate about it. And just start. Yeah. Whatever it is, just start. I think that was the biggest thing for me, <clears throat> again, with my gym goal. Um just doing it because I, I, before I started, I was like, I can't do it. I'm not fit. Blah, blah, blah. I can't even run five steps. Blah, blah, blah. But literally, I just was like, whatever. I'm just going to do it. The hardest part is starting. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. The hardest part is showing up and actually starting. Just do it. Because once you start, you get into your routine and you just do it. It's manageable. Yeah. All right. So Sweet. for yeah. our twin facts. Let's we've, get into it. We've got a couple of facts today. Yeah, I looked up a few. Yeah. We hope you guys have been enjoying the twin facts. We, we really enjoy the yeah. twin facts. <laughs> it's really, really interesting looking yeah. up these facts. Yeah. There's so many of them. And there's so many different ones too. Like at the moment, we're kind of just going with, um, I guess, generic kind of facts. Yeah. But maybe down the track, we might look up some out there, funky twin yeah, facts. Yeah, totally. Get a totally. bit out there. Do you want to share the first twin fact we have? Okay, so the first twin fact is that twins have a higher rate of left-handedness. So 22% of twins are left-handed, whereas 10% of singletons are left-handed. Yeah. So 22% of twins and 10% of singletons are left-handed. That's really interesting. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Is it both twins or just one twin? I didn't actually look into that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But um, are you left-handed? No. No, I'm not either. Oh, But I will say I am ambidextrous with a lot of things. Yeah. Not writing. Yeah. But I can do a lot of things with like both hands. Yeah, wow. But daddy's ambidextrous. Yeah, but he's not a twin. No. (laughs) But he's left-handed. True. (laughs) (laughs) That has Uh, nothing to do with it, but anyway. No. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's not um, a fact for us. No, that fact doesn't apply to us. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, there were twins in primary school. I think one of them was left-handed, the other wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For remembering, one of them was left-handed, the other was right-handed. So, we do know some left-handed twins. Yeah. But at the moment, our right-handedness twins outweigh the left-handedness twins. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Next fact is the average time between delivering the first and the second twin is how long do you think um like oh i don't know just pick a number any number 10 minutes a little bit more 17 minutes oh wow yeah so this poor mother has to wait 17 minutes after delivering the first baby 
And then do I'm delivering the second one. Oh. Yes. So that's pretty um, near how long it took mum yeah. in between us. Yeah. So mum was 15 minutes in between Amy and I. She's pretty average. So yeah, she's, <laughs> she's an average twin mum. <laughs> Shout out to twin mum yeah. mum. Hey, Lynn Lynn. <laughs> uh, the next fact is that the location of the baby in the womb denotes which baby is baby A and which baby is baby B. So twins, if you didn't know... When they're in the womb, one is always baby A and the other is baby B until they're born. And then they obviously get given their names. Um, so baby A refers to the twin that is lower in the womb. So the one that will come out first. And baby B is referred to as the baby who is higher that will come out second. That's really interesting. Yeah. I never knew that. I always knew that baby A came out first and baby B came out second, which yeah. obviously makes sense in the fact that baby yeah. A is lower. Yeah. So, of course, it's going to come out first. Yeah. But I never actually thought of it anatomically in that way. No. I never knew why. Yeah. I just thought it was like, oh, there's A and there's B. Like, they just picked yeah. one as A one, and one yeah. as B. But, oh, there you go. <laughs> really cool. I wonder which w- – oh, you would have been A. Yeah, I, I came out first. first. Yeah, yeah, I Sarah, guess. There was twin A. <laughs> Yeah, really interesting. I just honestly, yeah, I knew there was twin A, twin B, but I just thought sonographers just were like, yep, that's twin A and that one's twin B. That's what I thought too. Yeah, maybe gone off the measurements or something, but I don't know. But now we do know. (laughs) Yeah, so twin A is lower, twin B is higher. Yeah. All right, so that brings us into our Would You Rather segment. Mm. Sarah. Yes. Would you rather... Always take a cold shower or sleep an hour less than you need to be fully rested. This one's an easy one for me. Really? Yes. (gasps) Because, well, I guess it's easy because I hate cold showers and I also love my sleep. So I hate to get any sleep less than what I need. How how does that make it easy though? But the thing I hate more is a cold shower. So I would rather sleep for an hour less. I'm happy sleeping for an hour less than what I need because I cannot stand a cold shower. If anything, the shower has to be like molten lava for me. So I'd rather sleep an hour less. I agree with the molten part. (laughs) But I don't know. I thought about this and I think that I would rather the cold shower because if I need... Like, if I sleep an hour less than what I need to be fully rested, I would always feel tired. Yeah. Whereas if I have a cold shower, I can hop out and warm up. Oh, nah. But I, and I would be fully rested. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's right. Yeah. But, oh. A cold shower, like, you could just jump in for two minutes and then hop back out <laughs> and get warm. But if you're tired, you're tired, like, all the time. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> it's a hard one, isn't it? I guess it, it is harder now cold, that you've... like, cold showers are the worst. The worst thing ever. But I think because they're temporary, <clears throat> that's what I would choose. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to stick with the... I think I am. Yeah. It, it, makes, it makes it a lot harder now that you've said that. But I still, I don't know, something about a cold shower is just so painful. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. not a fan. What would you guys choose? Would you rather the cold shower or would you rather an hour less sleep than what you need to be fully rested? Let us know. Yeah, let, let us, us know. know on our Instagram. Good one. These would you rathers have been really good. They are, aren't they? I think you've got to keep up with the good would you rathers. Yeah. If you do have any would you rathers though that you'd like to submit through and we can give you a little shout out. Um, yeah. Yeah, ask us one and we can have it in the next episode or, yeah. you know, the coming episodes. Yeah. 
And you'll find us on Instagram at, at HeyTwinSis. Um, make sure you leave us a rating and a comment on the show. Give us a subscribe. On um, Spotify, I know that you can tick the little bell and that gets you know like gives you notify <laughs> gives you notifications whenever we upload a show um so yeah tick that little bell and then you'll get notified yeah feel free to ask us some questions for future shows give us any suggestions any feedback we would love to hear it yeah um, and just reminding you that our episodes are released on mondays and thursdays so the last episode was released at 9 a.m on monday the monday just gone but i think we're going to change it to upload at 6 a.m sarah suggested 6 a.m so that people could listen to it in the car like on their way to work if anybody actually wants to listen to us chat yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i might change it to 6 a.m but if you have a a time that you would rather us upload it let us know give us suggestions yeah what time do you drive to work yeah and we can upload it then yeah so you can listen on your way to work yeah but from now on it'll probably be 6 a.m on mondays and thursdays sounds good yeah so, in the spirit of reconciliation, the Hey Twin Sis podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. The Hey Twin Sis podcast promotes the continuation of cultural, spiritual and educational practices of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. The content discussed in the Hey Twin Sis podcast is that of our own opinions. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. We hope you have a lovely, what day is it? Thursday? Thursday. It's Thursday. (laughs) Have a lovely Thursday and we will see you guys on Monday. See you on Monday. Bye. Bye.